everyone, it's Chris Campbell and Michael Gum with a Resolutions Rundown, an abbreviated podcast where we give you the rundown on great mental health. Hello, everybody. Today's uh, studio recording is a little unique in that Michael and I are not in close proximity. So, Michael, what uh, what type of setup are we attempting here? Well, uh, we, as well as many other states, uh, are under a, a stay-at-home order, and uh, to in order to honor that, we are recording over Zoom, and uh, it seems to be working well so far, and uh, we'll see how that goes. All right, so we're praying with our fingers crossed on this, but uh, yeah, I, I'm sure that as this goes out uh, this coming weekend, hopefully, uh, Probably most, if not all, of our listening area is going to be under some sort of stay-at-home or shelter-in-place. Uh, that means different things for different states and areas. Uh, I know that I've been in contact with colleagues uh, you know, outside of the U.S. and even those uh, in Italy, and uh, they send thanks for those who are praying for them. Uh, but what we want to do is continue to offer hope and encouragement uh, during uh, uncertain times. And uh, today, uh, uniquely enough, as we record, is a day of prayer here in West Virginia. And I know that's being uh, simulcast, and I know that that's, uh, it's taken place outside of, uh, I think it's outside of the, the Capitol building where there's plenty mm -hmm. of room for people to spread out and so forth. But uh, anyway, what we want to do is we're not going to rehash the same old things that I'm sure that your news feeds are being flooded with or every time that you might happen to uh, turn on your television or read an article or so forth. But what we do want to do is offer uh, some more hope and encouragement and especially address uh, some of the issues that can tend to heighten our anxiety uh, during times of uncertainty. So today we thought it might be helpful to call on our friend Bob Waddell. Uh, Bob's a, a longtime friend of the podcast, and if you were tuning in at any time at all in uh, season one, especially towards the end of the year of 2019, uh, we had him on to talk about money matters. Uh, Bob is a uh, certified financial coach and teacher with Financial Peace University. That's Dave Ramsey's organization. Uh, he's an experienced financial coach, and he's just a guy who has a way of landing on his feet when it comes to financial disruptions and interruptions. <laughs> so uh, I thought, you know, I would call in a favor and uh, had uh, had Bob join me uh, via FaceTime. And beyond just catching up, I had the opportunity to talk with Bob about faith, money matters, and debt during this 2020 COVID-19 pandemic. And as usual, Bob's comments were helpful, wise, and prudent. So let's drop in on that conversation now. You know, Bob, a lot of common questions, you know, that are circulating right now as far as, you know, how do we deal with our finances during a time of, you know, financial uncertainty? Let, let me throw a few of these out to you. Uh, the first question that comes to mind is, should I be saving money right now or continuing to pay down debt during this shutdown? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I get asked that a lot, especially, you know, around the, the Dave Ramsey forum. Uh, if somebody's, uh, you know, working on the baby steps and they're paying off debt, um, you know, my advice would be, well, it depends, uh, depends on if obviously if you're still working, uh, or if you're not working now, if, if you're not working, obviously that's a whole different subject. We'll have, we can have more conversation on that. Uh, if you're still working, your job's intact, your income is the same and, and you're moving along with the baby steps. Uh, my advice would still be to pause. Um, okay. 
is there's a lot of uncertainty uh, with coronavirus and a lot of uncertainty with what's going on. But um, obviously, not pause in paying your debts and being current. Um, you know, pay all your bills, stay current with what you're doing, um, keep everything else going. But if you if you're doing a, ba- a, a debt snowball, uh, right. maybe pause that, right. um, and just build up some cash for a little bit, just in case. Uh, just in case things go awry. And then once everything moves again, um, you know, in a week or a month or, or two months, then you can just take all that money and then just hit it towards your debt. And and you won't really have, have hurt anything in that case. That makes sense. And, and uh, you know, for our listeners, uh, we'll refer back to uh, a previous episode where you did talk about the uh, the debt snowball. What, what if you've lost your job, though? Uh, talk about that for a second. Absolutely. You know, that's a good question. If you've lost your job, you've got nothing coming in or, or maybe just a little bit coming in, um, then it's time to, to protect your, your four walls, as, as we like to say. Um, four walls is food, clothing, shelter, and transportation. Right. Uh, most of us aren't going anywhere. I, I, I don't go very many places, so that's not a big expense right now. But, um, you know, the, the rent is still due and... Yep. You know, the food still costs money. So, um, yeah, just uh, tighten everything else up. If, if you're in the position where you can't pay, um, you know, visa or, you know, regular debts, don't pay them right now. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Um, you, you know, and you talked about food. Uh, regardless, I, I think of, of where we're located here within the United States, uh, you know, fear has the capacity to drive our thinking into worst case scenarios. And so you've seen people, uh, you know, hit, uh, you know, grocery stores and so forth with just, you know, the, as much as they can stock in their carts, you know, and, and carry yeah. home. But, uh, but here's a question, you know, that we, that we get, uh, should I be buying extra food right now, just in case, uh, you know, what's, what's your thoughts on that from a, from a financial wisdom standpoint? That's a great question. Um, you, you know, I've bought about a week ahead, um, so that if, if there's some kind of disruption, I'm, I'm good. Um, you know, and, and uh, you know, we bought a, a a bag of you know, big bag of flour and a and a bag of wheat, and you know, threw some stuff in the freezer. But I'm not stockpiling. I don't have a six month or even a twelve month supply of food. Um, if 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 you've got the 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 money to do that, I, I think that's that's fine for you know normal um, you know extra food, but not hoarding. Um, you know. The, the problem with hoarding is, is that right now, um, if, if, if we start hoarding, if, if, if that's the mentality, then there's not enough to go around. Right. Um, you know, just like the toilet paper situation, there's, there's no reason in the world that there should be a shortage of toilet paper. And yet, yeah, yeah. there's a shortage of toilet paper. Right. And, and it just means there's toilet paper sitting around somewhere in a pile in somebody's house that... You know, in a, in a month or two from now, they're going to look at that and they're going to go, oh, well, that was silly. I didn't really need to do that. Okay, that's that's really good advice, you know, because, again, it's it's being frugal with our resources and trying to measure, you know, what do we need? It sounds like, you know, right now is, is more on a week-to-week basis, maybe two-week basis or so forth. Is, is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to buy a week at a time, maybe a week ahead, and – just, you, you know, I've got four kids, so there's six people in this house to feed. You know, I certainly don't want to run out of food, but I mean, every time I go to the store, 
there's food there. You're right. There, there is food. There is things to have. Um, you know, there's tons of stores around here. They're, they're obviously having a challenge restocking. And, um, you know, they, they don't have any toilet paper. But, you know, food-wise, they, they all seem pretty good. And, so, and for, for context, uh, you know, for our listeners that are tuning in, you know, or, or subscribing here from around the around the U.S., uh, you know, we're, we're podcasting here from north central West Virginia, but you live in a larger population base. And we should say that, you know, it's it's like depending sure. upon, you know, your population base, there's there's probably different lag times to how quickly uh, stores can restock and so forth. But for you living, you know, uh, D.C. metro area, that's a larger population base. And again, you know, uh, retailers, you know, uh, grocery stores, food, uh, supply chains, they're getting it done. Uh, so for now, I, I think that, you know, you know, being able to make sure that you're not, uh, you know, exchanging, you know, money for certain commodities that you're not going to be able to get, <laughs> you know, you're not going to be able to get, get that back is, uh, is just really, really good wisdom. Let, let me hit you with another one here that strikes a little closer to home with me. Uh, and, and we've talked about this, uh, in my circle of friends now because of the age that I am. Uh, but, uh, what do I do with my retirement? investments during this time. You know, we look at the stock market, it's all over the place. Realistically speaking, uh, you know, we're probably in for a recession, which in my understanding, that's got to happen anyway in a free enterprise system. Every so often it, it sort of resets. Uh, but, uh, but you know, what, what do we do, you know, as, um, you know, I'm, I'm getting closer to, to obtaining my AARP card, as my kids <laughs> <laughs> remind me about it all the time. Uh, but what, what about that? You know, can you speak to, you know, what do you do with, uh, you know, uh, investments that are, that are sort of mission critical for many people, and that, 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 that's as it concerns with retirement? Any, any thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, you know, I love Dave Ramsey's quote, you know, the only person who gets hurt on a roller coaster is the one who gets off. Oh, wow. You know, before the end of the ride. So uh, I haven't touched anything. Uh, I'm going to ride it out. I'm, you know, I'm 50 years old, so I'm I'm more than 10 years out from retirement. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, if 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 I had been a soothsayer and knew a month ago what was going to happen, sure, I, I could have taken it all out. But you know, yesterday was the largest stock market gain in history. Yeah, yeah. In one day, so if if somebody had had said, you know what, I'm afraid of things going down further and taking it out yesterday, they would have missed that. Yeah. So, you know, you, you know, I I'd, I'd love to be optimistic and say, oh, it's a V-shaped recovery, and you know, after this is over, everything will be back where it was. No, probably not. It's probably not going to be back where it was. But the stock market has never been down over a 10 year period, mm -hmm. even including the great depression. Yeah. So regardless, you know, wait it out unless you're going to retire next year or in, in five years, you know, wait it out. And even if you are going to be retiring in, in five years, leave it in there. Right. I, I mean, the worst thing you could do right now is unplug because whether we see, you know, a perfect recovery or, 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 or what we're still going to experience recovery right. over the, over the coming months and years. And, um, one of the things they proposed in the package, I don't know if it ended up included or not, is to be able to borrow up to a hundred thousand dollars from your 401k. Mm. And my advice is don't do it. Mm -hmm. Whatever you do, don't do that mm -hmm. because that hundred thousand today 
is going to be a whole lot more in six months from now or when you retire. Gotcha. That unplugging your retirement now, that's, that's just a disastrous mistake. Uh, I know people are panicked and I know that, you know, people, you know, feel like they need money, but if, if they'll just relax and, and, and just wait a little bit, um, you, you know, just, just ride this out. It, it, it's scary. And I, and, and I get it. I, you know, I, I see a lot and I know people, a lot of people have lost their jobs, but, uh, yeah, my advice is ride it out. That's great. That's great advice. Yeah. And I would imagine that, for example, Dave, Dave Ramsey's website is probably a great resource for even more detailed information, questions about those sort of things. Um, you know, not to be overly personal, but this is the time of year that I look at, you know, what what can I actually, uh, you know, pay into an IRA, you know, before the what would have been the April 15th deadline. Uh, that is a bit of a it's a bit of a trade off with what I might owe in federal taxes versus a discount on that because I'm putting a certain amount of, uh, you know, my dividends or whatever into an IRA. So, uh, you know, I know that uh, trusted, uh, wise resources like Dave Ramsey, his organization, those are probably good places to go if you don't have a financial advisor that you're already working with. Yeah, absolutely. And and if you're looking to buy right now, buy. Uh, I mean, there's never going to be a cheaper time than right now to 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 put money into your retirement. I see a lot of people saying, should I decrease the amount that I'm contributing? So somebody who's on baby step four mm-hmm. uh, for the Dave Ramsey listeners, uh, no, don't decrease. If you're going to do anything, increase what you're saving right now. I, I mean, it's but don't you know, treat it like toilet take- paper. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. yeah. Don't take money out of something else. But uh, if if you're if you're thoroughly employed, if you have no problems you know, there, you're not concerned about getting laid off, right. your debts are paid, you're, you're moving forward and, and you've got the money to invest. I, I would definitely invest it. Gotcha. I would definitely proceed, you know, with your normal strategy. All right. Great word. All right. So, so Bob, before we get off here, uh, you know, one of the things I'd love to ask you just because I know that you're a man of faith. I, I know that, uh, you know, that specifically, uh, you know, Christianity uh, is something that has uh, grabbed your heart. And, uh, you know, we talk about having a personal relationship with God all the time through Jesus Christ on this podcast. You know, our, our approach towards mental health, yeah, a bit of our tagline is, uh, you know, we try to do something that's uniquely psychological, theological, and spiritual. And so, you know, I, I wonder if you could just speak to our podcast listeners uh, just from a, a standpoint of faith and trusting God with finances, you know, he's, he is, you know, the meter of our, our needs and so forth. Um, you know, in a time like this, what does, you know, a practical application of your faith look like? Uh, good question. Um, you know, this, these are the times when your faith is really tested and when you see who you are. Um, you know, everybody looks great on Sunday morning. Uh, you know, when, when things are great and, and your life is so incredibly blessed, it's easy to be a Christ follower. Hmm. Um, but when, you know, it, the world is in shambles, you know, the sky is falling and, uh, you know, we're, we're, you know, hearing words like recession, depression, global pandemic, you know, that's when you see where people's faith really lies. Um, 
you know, my advice right now is, is turn off the news, um, you know, get off of Facebook, you know, stop reading everything constantly. You don't, you don't need to get the info in real time. Um, you know, quiet your life, quiet your mind, um, open the Bible, um, you know, read the word, read what God has to say. Uh, you know, you know, flip to the end, we win. So, uh, you know, these are these times are, are, are foretold, you know, and these times are to be expected. So, um, you know, pray, put your faith in God. God is not going to let you down. You know, you're, it's going to be okay. Uh, there is another side to this. And that's what we have to say is, is listen to what God's telling us. Um, if, if you don't have that faith, or if your faith really is in the government and in the world and you know, in, in your job, then you should be panicked right now. But if your faith is in a God who created the world and is outside of time and space and who knew this was coming a long time ago, um, you know, he knew a lot more than that, but he knew about coronavirus. Um, if, if that's where your faith is, then you don't need to panic. There's no need to fear. Because, you know, we, we serve a great God. Michael, at this point in time, you and I are not in a position where we've lost our jobs. For now, there's a reasonable guarantee on your paycheck, right? Yeah, you know, I work in church ministry, and we have a lot of uh, people that faithfully give, and I know that that we're uh, pretty frugal with our with our spending here here at the church. So, so I I, I know that I, that I'm doing all right and I'm still able to to do my job through the uh, technology of live streaming and, and, and so uh, for for the time being, I think I'm all right. Right. Well, you know, for me, it's it's a little different because as a counselor, I can see clients via telehealth connections, et cetera. But, you know, if I get sick, yeah, that's a different story because then I'm, I'm not able to, to do that. Uh, also, all of my ministry events for the next few months have been canceled. Usually sure. there are honorariums involved with those engagements. So, so I'm fine, uh, you know, and I'm not worried at all. Uh, but, uh, you know, it is something that is relevant, even though my family and I were doing, uh, you know, just a great job adapting. But, I would imagine on one level or another, the financial fallout of this epidemic will touch most, if not all, of our listeners. And so I would encourage everyone to take to heart Bob's advice. We'll have those points available in our show notes. And also, I want to share that in times of uncertainty, there is no better way to experience peace or to be encouraged than by the Word of God. Yeah. You know, Michael, the the word encourage means to put courage into something. It's not the change of circumstances or the removal of a certain fear object, but instead, it's the inward feeling of a belief where we are persuaded that we possess something that is altogether greater than whatever perceived threat we're facing. Hmm. And of course, that's directly tied to our faith. And the scripture, the Bible, and a part that was written to an early church in Rome, There's a certain promise there that says, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So one of the best ways to be encouraged and to build faith is to take some of the extra time we all might now have and pull away from our binge watching or video gaming 
and do something new and powerful, like memorize a Bible verse that speaks to God's love and or his faithfulness, protection, provision, and blessing. Mm, yeah. You know, I've, I've purposed uh, to memorize Psalm 91 during this time. I'm, I'm about halfway okay. through the process of really getting it embedded into my mind. Uh, you know, to the point where it's, it's there, I'm retaining it uh, so that I can recall it when I need it in times of doubt or when my stress is starting to amp up a little bit or even in times where my concern might, you know, lead me into a place of fear. Uh, what about you, Michael? What are you doing to be encouraged during this time? Well, you know, I I really like the idea of uh, memorizing Psalm ninety one. I see I see that one popping up all over the place these days. Right. Uh, maybe maybe I'll do that. Honestly, I, I should probably have had it memorized already. But uh, but, but yeah, that's a good idea. Um, you know, I I think what what I've really been doing is just uh, I've been trying to be really diligent about uh, interacting with other people, uh, other Christians. Uh, you know, because you know we're all stuck at home or at least most of us are. Uh, and so it can be very easy to, to feel isolated. And, and I know I, I'm very much an introvert. I don't, I don't initiate conversations all that much. Uh, but, but this is such a unique time that, that I'm really seeing the value of, uh, of being in, in one another's lives and in whatever capacity we can, even though we're not always going to be in person. So I, you know, I think I've really been, trying to uh to to be encouraged by others and to be an encouragement to oh, others that's a good because point. i i feel like a lot of times if we can get our focus off of ourselves and navel gazing and all of that mm-hmm. you know we and 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 focus on helping other people it can it can actually lift our own spirits right as well right and you know maybe even combining you know those two things together bible memory and staying connected i've i've invited my my family to to memorize psalm 91 with me And I will say this, picking a verse is a great way to familiarize yourself with the Bible. You know, I meet many people who consider themselves to be religious or spiritual people of faith, and yet they are not that familiar with the Bible. And that's that's not me making a judgmental statement, it's just you know, in the in the day to day life living and how we prioritize things, sometimes, uh, you know, making uh, making it a point to to get familiar with God's word, the Bible is is something that's easy to overlook. So this would be uh, really just a wonderful time to familiarize yourself for the first time, or to go back and get reacquainted with God's word. One of the things that I love to, um, you know, to advise people in when it comes to interfacing with the Bible is there's a great tool that I've discovered, uh, it's just, and you can find it on YouTube. It's called the Bible Project. Yes, they're great. I love what they do. <laughs> Isn't it just? I mean, it's like it's spectacular. Uh, the Bible Project is really a unique impact organization that is making the Bible accessible in a whole new way to a new generation on a very familiar platform. And we're going to have the link in today's show notes. I would encourage our listeners to check out that YouTube channel and maybe dial it back a bit on the COVID-19 coverage. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Well, Michael, it's not necessary to fill any more time with this rundown. Sometimes less is more. So let's wrap up the studio session. Yeah. Uh, We hope that you found today's content informative and encouraging. 
As always, we welcome your feedback and questions. Please do share this podcast with others. Subscribe, and if you like what you hear, give us a favorable review. It will allow this resource to circulate to a broader audience. Until next time, I'm Chris Campbell. I'm Michael Gum. We want to encourage you to hang in there, trust God, use wisdom, and be safe. We'll look forward to connecting with you again soon.